This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio with Neil Brown. Here we go. Welcome to Ham Talk Live. Call in, let's talk. Neil's your guy. Ham Talk Live. Here we go on Ham Talk Radio. everyone it's time for ham talk live episode number 273 parks on the air and the pota monthly updates recorded live on thursday september 23rd 2021 i'm your host neil rapp wb9 vpg thanks for tuning in to this episode of ham talk live tonight we're joined by vance martin in three vem and we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. Last week, Jocelyn Bro KD8VRX, was here to talk about the Voice of America Bethany Relay Station anniversary special event that's coming up this weekend, so don't miss that. Uh, I'll be uh, operating on that some on Saturday as well uh, myself, so if you missed the show, you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube, and uh, you can always catch the rebroadcast of Ham Talk Live over on shortwave at WTWW, that's 5085 on your AM dial, Saturday afternoons. Uh, they run that about 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So get your POTA questions ready to go. If you're listening to us live on Thursday night, you can give us a call. Uh, we'll give you the, the phone number here in just a moment so you can write it down and have it ready. But uh, we'll talk to Vance a little bit first and kind of introduce everything. Uh, but the phone number tonight, uh, we actually, uh, <laughs> just before the show, Marty in N1C, who, who takes care of our phone system, uh, tried to, to reboot everything and everything looked good. And then he found out, uh, the phone provider's undergoing a denial of service attack at the moment. So, <laughs> so our usual phone number is not, uh, functioning at the moment. So we'll use the backup number tonight. It's 812-638-4261. Again, uh, the phone number that we will be using tonight to take your calls is 812-638-4261. Four two six one eight one two net ham one, and um, so we'll do that in a little bit. I'll let you know when it's time to call. Of course, you can tweet us anytime. It's at Ham Talk Live over on Twitter if you'd rather type than talk. Um, and then also, if you're on Spreaker on your on your PC, you can just uh, type into the comments as well so i'll be back with vance right after this word from tower electronics right here on ham talk live jerry what's up man i haven't seen you at sunbox in a while i used to see you every morning getting coffee what's up well i can't afford sunbox five days a week anymore 
had to spend my money on PL259s. You know, those antenna projects I've been meaning to do. I had to do them before my HOA finds out I have antennas. That's too bad, Jerry. I miss seeing you and catching up over coffee. You should get your PL259s from Tower Electronics. They have great stuff. Jerry, you're back. Oh, QRM Heterodyne Frappuccino. That's a good choice. How's it going? Did you get all those antennas up before the HOA police showed up? Yeah, I got them all done. Thanks for telling me about Tower Electronics. Now I can have my coffee. I just saved a bunch of money on my PL259s by switching to Tower Electronics. Don't get caught without PL259s. Visit Tower Electronics online at pl-259.com or at a ham fest near you. Or give them a call at 920-435-2973. And be sure to pick up some power poles, adapters, and cables, too. The grass may be greener on the other side, but at least we don't have to mow it. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Thanks to Scott and Jill over at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show as they do each and every Thursday night. Uh, coming up on their Ham Fest schedule, uh, Belvedere, Illinois is on the books for this weekend on September 26th. Then they're off to Texas, Belton, Texas, October 2nd. And then uh, it's time for the Florida tour again. So Crestview, Florida on October 9th. Uh, but you can visit them from the convenience of your own home at pl-259.com. Well, welcome back to the show. And uh, tonight, Vance Martin N3 VEM joins us on the Orlando Amateur Radio Club and Hamcation Hotline. Uh, Vance uh, became aware of ham radio as a teenager when he stumbled onto some of his dad's old radio books, but didn't become a ham until 2014. Passed the extra exam in 15 and is uh, working on some CW. Spent a lot of uh, early years on the air from a mobile station, but he's got a nice new shack at home and. Uh, but still does a lot of mobile and portable operation. And we've had him on the show uh, before uh, talking about some uh, POTA events. And uh, so Vance is back with us tonight to tell us about uh, one of his latest POTA projects. So Vance, welcome back to the show. Yeah, Neil, thanks for thanks for having me back on. It's uh, It's been a while, but it's always fun to, to come on and chat with you about POTA stuff. Yeah, it has it has been a while. I was I was looking back and I was like, wow, I, I, time has passed. Um, it's it's been a good while since you've been here. So, uh, parks on the air is is continuing to grow, and and so to keep up with everything, uh, you've created a, a monthly update on uh, Poda happenings, and and you sent me the the first one, and and we actually uh, used some clips of it over on Amateur Radio Newsline to uh, to provide kind of a monthly Poda uh, update over there on on Newsline. So. Uh, let's talk about the, these updates a little bit and we'll talk some, some just plain old POTA as well. But, uh, 
But tell us about the decision to uh, to start producing this uh, this POTA update each month. Yeah, well, a lot of it stemmed from the fact that really we've just gotten wildly more popular than than we ever expected to be. Um, the you know as as the national parks event on the air was winding down in 2016. A bunch of people really liked the program. Uh, Jason Johnston got POTA, as we know it now, kind of rolling as that was wrapping up. And and early on when we would talk, he'd be like, yeah, if we have like a couple hundred people that are interested in, in continuing to do this park operation stuff, you know, we'll, we'll do it with a small group and we'll have fun. And uh, in the last... Um, almost timed along with all the pandemic stuff, uh, the, the growth of POTA has, has exploded. We basically went from, you know, averaging, you know, 10 to 15,000 QSOs a month for POTA, uh, to just now in the most recent July and August, uh, we're in the, you know, right around the 200,000 contacts a month getting, getting made. Holy cow. Uh, Code of contacts. So, yeah, the, the growth. If, if we were a for-profit business, we would be, like, dancing on the tables and throwing streamers <laughs> around. But, uh, but, but we're not. We're, we're just, you know, we're just some guys having fun with radios. So we, we thought, hey, you know, there's, there's a lot of the, the YouTube channels and podcast uh, people out there talking about Poda already, which is awesome. So we don't have to, like try on purpose to spread the word anymore but we thought hey it might be still it might still be nice if there was kind of like an official statement from poda once in a while basically saying hey here's some news that that you all might find interesting so it worked out great because you know i've i've got a family with small kids you know as as we were getting started at the beginning of the show you saw uh, the youngest one was hanging out here with me for a little bit when yep. we were getting getting rolling <laughs> and uh so i don't have time to do like my own like YouTube channel and all that kind of stuff to talk specifically about Poda. But, uh, I can certainly record, you know, once a month, a three minute video in like two minute segments and then just kind of make it available to the ham radio media community and say, Hey, here's, here's some official Poda news. If you guys want to want to use it. So, so that's really where it started from. It was something that fit into my schedule to basically record a short blurb each month that, you know, all of you guys can kind of pick up and use on the podcasts and channels. And um, August was the the first one we did, and I have some stuff actually pre-recorded for the next couple months because it's easy to sit down and pre-record like little one-minute intros a whole bunch in a row. So, uh, so that's that's yeah, kind of where it good. came from and and what we're doing. So, um, it's uh, I'm really looking forward to it because it's. Um, you know, the making the little video clips and stuff is fun to do, but uh, letting all of you do the heavy, heavy lift of actually having <laughs> channels and publishing it is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm more than happy to let all of you guys handle that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it can be uh, it can be very, very daunting. And, and I can and I can tell you the last few months uh, with all the changes uh, at, at home here with moving and new job and, and all that kind of thing. Uh, my, my time that I spend on my, on this show is, is dwindling quickly and uh, it, it can be overwhelming. So I, I appreciate you, uh, you coming up with this because uh, um, you know, especially I, you know, I, I forwarded this uh, immediately to my editor over at, uh, at Newsline 
And uh, she's like, really? A monthly POTA update? Oh, my gosh. This will, you know, this will make our lives so much easier instead of trying to track down all this stuff all the time. And and it's something that we can just plug and play. And uh, and so it was uh, it was a very warm welcome <laughs> when I forwarded your email about about these updates. And uh, and so we'll try to we'll try to sneak some uh, stuff in here uh, as well. But um, how do people get a hold of these updates and uh, how, how do they hear these things? Yeah, so the, you know, for just, you know, average person, if you just want to, to hear the updates, uh, just, I'd say just tune in to your favorite, you know, YouTube channel, podcast, and uh, quite a few of them are, are picking it up and, and going to be playing it. So the, uh, the the folks that everybody knows is kind of like the the ham radio YouTubers bunch, quite a few of them are playing it, so if you follow those YouTube channels. Um, you know, obviously Karen had had a, a a really pleasant email exchange with Karen back and forth about uh, you know just making sure she was on the list so that Amateur Radio Newsline could pick the pieces out of it that that work for them. So so really just you know make sure you follow along with your your favorite ham radio media outlets. Um, and if you happen to have a podcast, YouTube channel, blog, you know if you if you talk about ham radio news just uh just shoot me an email and it's it's a pretty easy email i'm n3vem at parks on the air dot com and uh if you just shoot me an email and say hey yeah i'd like to get on the mailing list uh what i do because i'm not in the the business of production and publishing uh once a month i drop the video file and an audio only file uh in a, a google drive and send it out to the mailing list and say you know here it is folks and take it and use it as you please on, on your channels. So, uh, so that's, that's really, uh, kind of the way I'm distributing it. All right. Well, well, let's do a little live version of this and I don't want to just, just play the thing here since you're here tonight. Uh, so what is the latest news about, uh, POTA? I think I heard a, something about you just added a whole slew of parks. Yeah. Yeah. I can, uh, I can actually, buzz through and give you the uh, put on my my deep radio announcer voice and (laughs) announcer voice yes (laughs) and uh yeah yeah i can buzz through so so yeah the the exciting announcement is that we just added over a thousand parks to the parks on the air system uh which it uh, it took surprisingly long to get a thousand parks added so for the last several months we've had a group of volunteers uh, basically collecting requests from people in their state for parks that they think they should be added. Those volunteers combed through those requests to make sure that they were valid parks, that they fit the criteria for POTA. And each state had one person who put together those lists in their parks. They went to another volunteer, John, who consolidated all of those lists into a big file. And then myself and a couple of the other database admin have the job of uh, – basically running the the scripts and doing the inserts to get all that stuff in into the system so so yeah there's there's a thousand new parks in in the system for the u.s and uh and then over the next uh number of months and and even probably year or more we're going to be doing the same effort with a lot of uh, a lot of dx entities so so now we're starting to really comb through and and get some dx entities added also um and then the the other thing that we shared uh, this during this update 
was that we formalized a POTA support desk. So, so because of that wild growth I talked about at the beginning, uh, you know, we've now got 15,000 users, uh, which essentially 15,000 users was too many people for just like me and Jason to answer support tickets by ourselves. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we have a small contingent of volunteers that now make up the POTA support desk. So we have essentially a volunteer for every day of the week. So uh, whenever you send a, a ticket in, uh, to help at parksontheair.com, you'll you'll get a response um, usually within 24 hours, but no worse than 48. And if it's a, a real complicated request, the response might be, "Hey, we've got to escalate this to level two. But if you have a fairly standard question, you'll you'll get a response pretty quick. So so those were kind of our our big news items for for this month. Yeah, and, and you know. It- if you've ever call into tech support, you're used to that. Okay, can you just escalate me to level two? <laughs> yeah. you know? yeah. Yes, Which I've I'll, unplugged I'll it, it and secret. plug it back in. Can you, can yeah, you just, well, I'll give you, you know. the, the POTA secret. Shh, don't, don't tell anybody. Level two technical support is basically Vance on the weekends. So <laughs> d- 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 during the week, everybody else tries their best to answer the questions. And then anything that they can't figure out, they punt to me to figure punt out to on you. the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always, you know, every time I call in about something, it's like, yes, I've, uh, I've already rebooted. I've already done this. I've already done that. I've already done. You know. Oh, okay. Well, you know. Can you just skip, skip me to level two? And, and they don't, but, you know, <laughs> and well, I try. Well, that's, that's some cool stuff. And, and I don't know why. And, and I don't know why I'm mentioning this, but I, I, I just, my, my brain went back to my hometown growing up. And, and I'm, and I'm like, there was there was a park just down the street. It was called Lester Square, and it was one square block, and and, and that was it. So so would Lester Square count as as a poda? Could you register that? Uh, well, it would depend on um, the the criteria. So I'd have to look it up to see if it is a park in the system or not. But essentially, what makes a a poda park um, eligible to be part of poda? is essentially if it's owned or um, managed by a state entity or higher. So if it's like a state or federal entity that owns and manages it, then it's eligible to be a, a poda park. So if it's a, like a, a county park or a city park, those generally aren't in the system. Um, and then, you know, state parks and things are. And that's really if no reason other than just to uh to keep the numbers reasonable because once you go below the state level park and you start hitting like city and county parks the numbers of parks in the u.s is just like astronomical to manage yeah. so it, uh, and, and <laughs> yeah, you just answered my out. question you know a city park that's one square block uh which which was where i i you know that was probably the the other place that i hung out uh, besides home uh yeah yeah that's not going to cut it because you're you're going to have millions Yep. Yeah. And it's, uh, what we, what we found, um, especially since we went through and did this big push and got these, you know, thousand plus parks in, um, essentially that was all what we kind of considered cleanup. So we had, when we first set up the parks in the system, you know, a small, an even smaller group of people kind of took their best shot at making sure we had all the state parks and federal parks listed. 
but there was, you know, obviously quite a few that, that we were missing. And yeah, that, that became like the, the big chore was combing through all the, uh, all the stuff because, you know, a lot of people said, well, hey, there's this park near me that I think is state owned. And so then there was a lot of homework to, to figure out, hey, is this actually a state park? Is it a county park? And there's a, a lot of time on the phone with uh, state departments of natural resources and city and county parks and rec departments saying like, hey, do you own this park? Does the state own that park? So, yeah, it was it was quite a chore. Oh, I, I imagine it, it would be so. But at least uh a lot of states, anyway, have those indexed uh, on a web page, so you could you can get those. But I'm sure there's a lot of, of phone backup uh, needed there for uh, for some that that got overlooked or, or they just don't uh, do a good job of of uh, listing those on their on their website. So cool stuff. Well, well there we go. The, the trip back to the mental trip back to Leicester Square in Vincennes, Indiana. So if anybody knows where Leicester Square is, you're you're you're, you're very special cuz <laughs> assign them 10 extra internet points. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, we'll give you we'll get oh heck, we'll give you 100 extra points. Uh <laughs> if you if you know where Leicester Square is cuz it, it's just a tiny little park but but spent a lot of time there, so all right. Well, uh, before we take a break here, I do just want to be clear. I, <laughs> last night, uh, I sent out a, a picture on, on social media to promote our, our POTA theme for tonight, and the photo wasn't Vance. <laughs> so if anybody thinks that was Vance, that wasn't Vance. Uh, I was just looking for a fun photo you use about POTA, and I found one with Shane K5QBF. Uh, he was doing a, a POTA activation, and, and uh, as I said earlier in, in the show, I, I, the time that I spend on this show has is, is, is dwindled a lot. And so I was in a hurry, and I didn't look and see, oh, that's a, a thumbnail from a YouTube video. And I didn't get permission from everybody. So we got it all worked out last night. So thanks to, uh, to, uh, Ham Radio DX, uh, for, for letting me keep the photo up. And, uh, and I talked to Shane some last night. It was good to uh, meet him and talk to him and, uh, and got permission from him as well to, to do that. So my apologies for not, uh, doing my due diligence there, um, as I normally do. So. And, and and my apologies to you if if if, if, if you you know if if that caused an issue of you know people thinking that you were Shane or Shane were you or however that went. Yeah, so. yeah I yeah no 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 harm on my end. I'm actually a um I'm a hard one to find pictures of on the internet. So it's it's only within the last few months when I started doing. A little bit of PR stuff on some of the YouTube channels for POTA that uh, was actually the first time my face appeared on the internet. So, um, wow. so I'm, I'm, I'm a hard one to find. I'm a hard one to find a picture of. Up until like two weeks ago, uh, my my face was not on the internet anywhere. So I made it to wow. almost forty before before my face showed up on the internet. So that's got to be some cow. kind of record. Yeah, I, I guess so. Well, Shane had one. He's like, "This is Vance," and I'm like, "Uh." yeah (laughs) but but uh thanks thanks to shane and uh he has a youtube channel uh and uh you can 
hear about this story and, and actually the the picture he was telling me about the picture he said that activation was is just a miserable uh difficult um activation to do um right in the middle of a solar storm and uh, so if you want to hear more about that you can check out uh, shane's youtube channel it's called this side of the radio um, and you can hear about that one and many more. Um, so check that out. Uh, again, that's uh, Shane K5QBF. And then uh, from Australia, it's the, the Ham Radio DX YouTube channel there, too. So check them out as well. And I know you all have been uh, been on their shows uh, before, too. So so check them out. Well, uh, it's uh, time to take a break, so I'll be back with uh, Vance right after this word from ICOM America right here on Ham Talk Live. Contest remotely or from the comfort of your own home, ICOM has the perfect base station ready for action. The IC9700, IC7610, and the IC7300 SDR transceivers are top of the line and are the first choice for contesters across the globe. Robust base stations like these cut through pileups, letting you work the bands and record those contacts. Stay connected and keep your competitive contesting edge with ICOM. Heard it, worked it, logged it. Create your own band opening with the IC9700. This transceiver brings direct sampling to the UHF-VHF weak signal world. This all-mode transceiver is loaded with innovative features that are sure to keep you busy. Faster processors, higher input gain, higher display resolution, and a cleaner signal. It has a 4.3-inch color TFT LCD screen, real-time high-speed spectrum scope and waterfall display, smooth satellite operation with 99 satellite channels and full duplex in satellite mode, and dual-watch operation. The IC7610 is the SDR every ham wants. This high-performance SDR can pick out the faintest of signals, even in the presence of stronger adjacent ones. The ICOM IC7610 is a direct sampling software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. It has RF direct sampling, 110 dB RMDR, independent dual receiver, and dual digicel. The IC7300 changed the way entry-level HF is designed. This high High-performance innovative HF transceiver with a compact design will far exceed your expectations. With RF direct sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, a large 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectrum scope, and SD card slot. Visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on ICOM radios. Join the conversation. Give us a call at 859-982-7373. Again, the number to call is 859-982-7373. Or, if you'd rather type than talk, tweet us at Ham Talk Live. Now, here's Neil Rapp with more Ham Talk Live. Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. We're on the air every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here at HamTalkLive.com. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And thanks to ICOM America for sponsoring the show. Be sure you check them out at ICOMAmerica.com 
slash amateur. And again, uh, the phone lines, uh, the, the phone provider is, is in a denial of service attack. <laughs> you never know. That's the beauty of live radio. You, you, you never know what's going to happen. So uh, the usual number it isn't working at the moment. So uh, we'll use our backup line. It's 812-638-4261. Again, don't call the 7373 number because it's not going to work tonight. It's 812 812- Six three eight four two six one. You can give us a call right now. Actually, uh, we can do that. But uh, first, we are going to tune in to the N nine GSU joke of the week. Now it's time for the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week, the part of the show where Rick tells us a ham radio joke. The Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week is brought to you by QRM Labs. Now here's Rick Garrett in nine GSU with. With today's Ham Talk Live Joke of the Week. I decided to jump on the bandwagon and make my shack and everything in my house completely paperless. Everything was fine until I had to go to the bathroom. This has been the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week with Rick Garrett in 9 GSU. Tune in again next week for another joke from Rick. Oh, my goodness. He doesn't ever stop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Rick, for that one. We'll look forward to... uh, to another one uh, next week. But right now, it's time for your phone calls. Uh, so if you have a question for Vance, give us a call. Again, it's 812-638-4261 uh, if you would like to join in. Or you can tweet us. It's at HamTalkLive. And if you're listening to us on WTWW or on the podcast edition, uh, you won't you won't be able to call us because we're doing this this live here. So uh, let's see if I punch the buttons correctly. We have a caller on the line, so let's go to the phone lines. Good evening, welcome to Ham Talk Live. I think I saw a pop-up that looked like a phone number dropped out, so we might have lost them. Okay, let's see here. Let's try it again. Merge call. Hello, welcome to Ham Talk Live. Hello? Hmm, okay. Well, I don't know what's going on there, but... I was probably Facebook pranking me. I was fighting with Facebook Uh today. (laughs) (laughs) So, again, uh, the number 812-638-4261 is the number to call. And uh, we'll take your questions here. Or, or again, uh, you can always tweet us. It's at HamTalkLive. Or if you're listening to us on Spreaker, you can um, type into the comments. And we'll, we'll get that here, and we'll, we'll take your questions. Um, so, uh, let's see on, on the Twitter thing, we've got, uh, we've got your guest is a darn handsome guy, but that was from, from Vance. So yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, that, he must be a very flattering gentleman. <laughs> yeah, must be, must be. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about some other, uh, POTA activations that, that, 
you know, you've been involved with in getting going some of the some of the bigger ones uh, that have been going on. Um, let's just talk a little little POTA directly tonight here. Yeah, there's been um, well, you, with how popular um, you know POTA has gotten, there's been you know it you can you can pretty much any time of day or night day of the week you can almost always find a POTA station on the air now. Um, and so one of the things I had actually looked at, uh, in August is, you know, for, for the month ending August, I was like, oh, I wonder if there's any like specific parks out there that are like super popular. Um, and so I, you know, did some number crunching in, in the database with some of the stuff we use in the, in the back end. And the, the, the park that popped up that actually got activated the most in the month of August was, and I'm going to butcher the name of it, but I'm going to do my best, is Monsanto State Park. And I thought, oh, i got to Google this park, see why so many people went to this park in August. And, and I, I looked, and like all of the activations happened like right around a couple-day window. And then I looked more, and I'm like, ah, I know what's going on. It uh, it just happened to be the park that is closest to where they do the Huntsville Ham Fest. <laughs> so, ah. so Monsanto State Park got an influx of, uh, of ham radio operators <laughs> dur- during Huntsville. And there was, I don't know, a couple dozen different um, different operators went out to that park over the course of the weekend and activated it while it was there. Um and as far as parks go, that's that's a really cool park. So I, one of the things I'll probably start doing during the updates is kind of sharing a park of the month. Um, and that park has some really cool cabins that were built in the 1930s as part of the Civilian Conservation Corps. So yeah, I'd say go go ahead and uh, Google Montesano State Park uh, near Huntsville, and it, it looks like that'd be a fun place to go and rent a cabin and, and play POTA. The cabins sit right on a ridge line, and it looks like the ideal place to have a very laid-back POTA activation. All right. Well, that sounds sounds cool. All right. Well, we're going to try the phone lines again here. We, we merged the call back in again. So let, let's – oh, and it just said – oh left again jeez <laughs> oh, all right and we're calling again so let's see here okay joined all right here we go before it drops welcome to ham talk live so much for that idea all right well rj's listening tonight wy7aa and uh he writes in on twitter and says if i'm working as a special event station like uh w7y as as he did or or the ww0wwv uh and he is at a poda site can he turn a poda turn in a poda log under my call sign as an activation or does the special event call sign need to have a POTA account? So there you go, Vance. It's tier two. Yeah, that that is very much a tier two question. So that, that's a good one, and this is something that um, a lot of folks ask about. So the easiest way for for me to to explain it um, is is if you if you think about it first this way that Parks on the Air we gi- we give credit to you as a person not actually your call sign. We refer to people by their call signs on leaderboards and things like that, but but it's actually the person that we give credit to. Um, and one of the cool things about POTA is that if there's a club activation, uh, both the club and the individual operator can get credit 
for the same contact. It's one of the ways we encourage club activation. So if a bunch of people want to go out with their club, the club gets credit for a club activation, but then the individual operators get credit for the contacts that they make. So, so the easiest way to think of it is, is the special event call sign being run by a club, i.e., are there multiple operators that would be submitting for POTA credit? So if, if the event is being run by a club, the club would put that special event call sign in their profile, and then the club would upload the log, and all of the operators would have their credit trickle through accordingly. Um, if it's just you, and you get a special event call sign for yourself, then you would put the special event call sign under your profile with the start and end dates for when you had the the call sign registered, and then and then you just upload like normal. So that's I think the easiest way to answer that and explain it. All right, very good. Well, thank you, RJ, for listening, and thank you for sending in the question. And uh, if you have a question, uh, send it in on Twitter at Hamtalk Live or. Uh, on Spreaker, type it into the comments, or you can try the phone line at 812-638-4261. That's 812-NET-HAM-1. And uh, we'll we'll see if we can get it to work. But uh, it's, it's, it's a little crazy on the phones tonight, so my apologies. All right, well... Uh, <sighs> let's let's talk a little bit we've got a, just a few minutes left here uh let's talk about some tips uh for you know if if you decide that you're going to go activate a, a park for the first time um what are some things that you should do to uh prepare for um doing that first activation of one of these parks yeah so the um and there, it's a very loaded question, but there, there are some, some real high level things that I definitely always like to share with folks. Um, you know, really the first thing is, um, if you're, if you're new to like HF and things like that, um, do, do some hunting first, uh, because, Poda has gotten big enough that if when you go out in the park you will get a pile up. So so just just be prepared to have have a pile up coming at you uh, is is the first thing. And then and then the second thing is um, really around preparation. So we've put some super cool features on the Poda.app website, but we do remind people that hey that's you know those that's really just a rough guideline. Like the pins that show where maps are is rough guidelines and things like that. So. Once you've identified a park that you're going to go ac- go activate, we do always recommend, hey, go look up that park online and find that state's website where they talk about their rules for parks and things like that. Uh, and just make sure that you know where the boundaries of the park are so you know that you're set up within the park. Make sure you know the rules for the park. Um, and, and that can be... There's a lot of, of gotchas. So, like in Pennsylvania, we can activate. Uh, we have state game lands that are parks, but you're not allowed to use those parks for anything other than hunting during hunting season. So, there's rules like that just to be aware of. So, look up the rules for your you know local parks before you go. Um, and then the the second piece of that is is usually gear. A lot of people will say, "Hey, what what's the best gear to have?" And and my standard answer is whatever gear you own is the best gear to have. So, um the the advantage of like being the DX and going out in the park is you don't have to have a perfect gear situation because 
you're not trying to break the pile up. The pile up is, is coming to you. So as long as you can get a radio powered up and get some kind of antenna and maybe a tuner plugged into it, uh, you're, you're going to be in, in good shape for, for getting a, an activation underway. Um, so those are, those are really the, the biggest tips. The, if I took that one layer deeper, um, the, the next thing that I, I often like to do when I activate a park is I'll take a quick peek and I don't do anything fancy. I'll just do a quick peek on like a Google maps, but I'll pick the topographic layer so that I can see where, you know, kind of the, the hills and stuff are in the park just to make sure that I'm not going and setting up in like, you know, the, the bottom of a river valley or something. If, if there's a spot in the park, that's kind of like the high ground. That's, that's usually what I try to shoot for. But, uh, for you know, kind of kind of beginner tips. That's that's really the the best the best place to start. Um, we do have at Podadot app. There's a community resources section, and we do have some pretty detailed like activator and hunter guides that you know you you can spend you know an hour or two kind of reading through and, and gleaning some tips and tricks from those things also. Yeah, it it pays to check out some of that stuff because I I can tell you this summer we we had the uh, the Yoda camp and, and we had uh, some ARDF going on and and we were like okay well you know the 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 Voice of America Museum has their section of of the old Voice of America property. Uh, but surrounding it is, is a county park. And then to one side of it is actually city property. And so we were like, okay, well, it, you know, we'll expand it out into the park. And it's like, uh, the county park had totally different rules. And, and we finally ended up just saying, no, nope, we're, we're going to keep it on the museum, uh, grounds and not go into the, parks on either side and and it looks like it's just one great big park you know uh but it actually is uh divided up so uh there can be some kind of strange things like that so uh, always a good idea to to check that out well vance thank you so much for uh coming on the show and uh, answering uh our questions here tonight and we look forward to uh hearing some of those updates on on some media outlets like amateur radio newsline and some of the others uh we look forward to uh to getting some of that information and and congratulations on all the uh the success of the program because uh that that's some uh astronomically exponential growth there and um so you're you're to be commended yeah yeah thanks we're uh yeah we're, we're just thrilled that there's other people out there that wanted to do it just as much as the small group of us that that kind of got it started and up and running yeah it's always cool when when you get that uh participation so we appreciate that and um any final comments here before we go no just just the the bit of advice that my five-year-old likes to give every time he hears me talking about poda and that's uh that's any time is poda time and poda (laughs) poda loves you no matter uh no matter what you believe and who you love and where you're from so so come join us and, and have fun have fun along with us as we uh play in the parks all right very good advice all right well thank you so much that is a wrap for this week's edition of ham talk live thanks to my guest vance martin n3 vem and everyone out there in cyberspace for listening and uh, calling in typing in 
And I invite you back next Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And to check out the upcoming guests, just go to hamtalklive.com. And if you like the show, please leave us a review. That's that's all we ask of you. Uh, so for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours. Came right back to my secure call Your readability five and strength nine You never once mentioned your weather at all And I didn't mention mine